Welcome to Yaoi Fangirls vs. The World. This is Ian. Z. And we're back, back, back again. We took a long, long break. Oh. We needed it. We needed it. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, welcome back for season Ooh. four, cuatro, I'm trying to see how many languages I can say foreign. Chinese, Spanish, English. Oh, un, deux, I don't remember it. I don't remember French. Sorry. But we're back for season four of our show. I can't believe it's season four. Oh my God. I really can't believe that you we've done You thought we were still seasons. on three. I know. I was like, we're just doing season three. She's like, no. I don't think four. so. And I went to check and it's like, yeah, we, we finished three already. That's unbelievable. So in the spirit of it being January, Ugh. we said, what should we do for our first episode? Well, I don't know if you guys knew this, but like in 2021, they dropped some gay Christmas movies, as we say. And we really wanted to like watch them and review them for our first episode of season four. Every time I say that, I'm like, what the hell? What the fuck? Okay, for season four, first episode. So today we're going to talk about gay Christmas, y'all. Gay Christmas. That's what we're going to do. Gay Christmas. All right, here we go. So we watch a couple movies. Ugh. Hot or rot. So you don't have to watch them because we're going to tell you all the tea about all of them. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> we watch Single All the Way. Um, the Christmas setup, the bitch who stole Christmas, um, the Christmas house. No, well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Oh, okay. And then make the Yuletide, Yuletide gay. Right. We watched all of those. Um, yeah. So should we start like? Let's in... start with our least favorites. Okay, the one that we saw. Yeah. Let's talk about a Christmas house. Uh, not much to talk about not much like after it got to um we're having a house full of christmas i think we skipped the rest (laughs) (laughs) it totally lost us yeah there was i'm sorry and it was uh, it it was the whiteness (laughs) i couldn't (laughs) i there was not one black or brown person in that cast so far. And I'm just like, really? Like, not even in the general atmosphere of the movie, mm-hmm. there was no black or brown people within the first, what, 20 minutes is what we watch of that? I don't think we even made it that far. Oh, my God. I could not. I could And the acting. Ugh. Yeah, it had, like, a sort of fakeness to it. Absolute fakeness, which is to be expected because it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. On and, Hallmark. And it just, which only makes the cringe factor kind of like obvious. Yeah, it was very cringy in a bad way. Yeah. So we had to end up just, yeah, it was boring as hell. <laughs> but I would say this though Robert Buckley was in it. I don't know if any of you guys are a fan of iZombie, but he plays the boyfriend in iZombie. He was in the show, and Mr. Buckley, this was a wrong choice. <laughs> Choices. Choices. So, 
it was rot. So my advice to you guys, if you decide to ever watch this, just skip it. Don't even try. <laughs> yeah, don't even try. No, we did a throwback movie from 2009 called Make the Yuletide Gay. Even though that was in 2009, it looked a lot older in quality. I thought yeah. it was like early millennia. I did too. It really looked old and I was kind of surprised about it. It stars Marco from the Grassy, and that's the only name I remember him by. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he had another character name inside that movie and I don't know what it is. Actually, I'm having like, I don't even remember what that movie was about. We watched that whole thing. Make the Yuletide gay. What was it about? So you've got um, our main character, Olaf, and his boyfriend, Nathan. Um, Olaf's parents are amazingly embarrassing parents. It whereas, comes back to me. It's whereas back to me. Nathan's parents are neglectful little bitches. Yeah, it's coming back to me now. I remember this movie <laughs> now. Yeah, I, I remember being... The innuendo was oh, everywhere. Everywhere. All throughout the movie. The entire thing was full of innuendo. I feel like the writer's... The writer's office was just like, we're going to write a film and we're just going to write innuendos as a script. Just throw it all out there. Yeah, let's just, let's just innuendo the hell out of the script. Like it was money or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was everything. She's like, there's this one scene where she's asking, a, asking Marco. I know that's nice to name it in this thing, but we're just going to call him Marco. She's like, top or bottom bunk? <laughs> He's like, are you a top or a bottom? And he's like, well, I like the top bunk, but it's Christmas, so... I'll be the bottom. I'll be the bottom. <laughs> and I'm just like, really, bitch? Really? Did that need an innuendo? Everything was an innuendo in this. So if you like innuendos or you need some new ones, definitely watch this film. Ah, oh, God. And this dad... The stoner dad cliche that was in here. Uh, like, he was walking around, like, not a, pretending to be not aware of anything and pretending to always eat and be, have munchies or always forgetful just because he spoke, um, smoke weed. I'm like, really? Are you that much of a lightweight, sir? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. But the stoner dad cliche was too cliched for me. Yeah. Yeah, that, that needed to be taken out. But overall, Make the Yuletide Gay, I ended it wanting to see the second one. It wasn't fun, but I ended it wanting to see the sequel. There is a sequel, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, and supposedly in the sequel, they're spending the Christmas with Marco's parents. I know that's not his name. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> They're spending the Christmas with his parents. Okay. So it's one big happy... My question is, though, is it still the same cast? And it's not going to be like... Yeah, it seemed like the same cast. Okay, because remember uh, a gay movie? Another gay sequel? Oh, I didn't have to ruin perfection. I know. Like, if you can't... If you're not going to get the same people back, why bother? Exactly. I don't know why they decided to do that, but whatever. We digress. Ugh. We can go on a rampage about this movie <laughs> oh and how horrible another gay sequel is. But I feel like you got that in season three. So, <laughs> so. Oh, was that in two? I don't know. It's running together. It's running together. I don't even know we were in season four. Okay. So, uh, 
Well, yeah, we digress with that. We don't want to give you another rant, 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 rant again about it. So, yeah, make the Yuletide gay... Pardon the rhyme, but it was... Passable. Okay, I was about to say okay, but... Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. Yeah, okay. Like, I I won't be mad if it comes on TV and I'm busy doing something. Yeah, or if you have nothing better to watch. Well, no, I wouldn't watch it again voluntarily. Oh. (laughs) But but you know me. It's hard for me to rewatch things. Yeah, that's true. If I rewatch something, that means it's really good and I have to see it again. Right. So... I wouldn't rewatch this voluntarily, but if it's on Lifetime or something and I'm doing dishes, I'm not going to be mad at it. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to switch the channel. And let's see the next one. Um, the bitch who stole Xmas. <sighs> I, I had, I guess I had, my expectations were a little too high. My expectations were <laughs> high too. I was like, it has RuPaul. It has, um, queens from RuPaul's Drag Race in it. It's going, my expectations was it's going to be campy, it's going to be fun, it's going to be horribly scripted because that's normally how they are. It's going to be ridiculous and I won't, and I would enjoy every minute of it <laughs> because they tried. Yeah, but they this did one, try. they decided to get serious and had a plot. Like, like, ew. What? I know. <laughs> I'm like, they had an actual plot about this girl who works for RuPaul as an assistant. And she has to go p- take pictures of this crown to get a promotion. And she goes to the small town of Tuckahoe <laughs> and, and saves and um, helps the, 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 the poor drag queens defeat the good drag queens in a pageant and they were singing and I'm like why the fuck do you have a plot it's basically like the devil wears Prada meets a Christmas carol and the Grinch stole Christmas all rolled into one but with drag queens yeah I fucking hated it (laughs) that's not what I want oh if I wanted a serious Christmas movie I would watch a serious Christmas movie (laughs) cause but oh Maggie Zine. Oh God, Maggie Zine. <laughs> Which she, I like the how main she... character took that name, and at the exact same time, we both in the exact same tone, we went, "Really? <laughs> That's hilarious!" She puts on a red wig, and she's like, "I have a pseudonym now. It's Maggie Zine." And both of us were like, "Really?" <laughs> exact same time, exact same tone. But... It was. It was ridiculous. But I, I did. I, I am gonna definitely walk away with what I picked up from that, and of course you picked up on it too. Which one? Journalist. Oh, journalist. <laughs> She's like, you're a journalist. Someone who makes journals. I love journals. I know. <laughs> I have a collection of journals. <laughs> Uh, hands down my favorite line of that movie that's gonna live in my head right yes. now. every time I hear journalists I would be like someone who makes journals I love journals I have a collection of journals every time now every time yeah you're never gonna hear journalists the same ever again ever 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 <laughs> but yeah this one had a plot so guys don't watch it yeah <laughs> Like, they, they normally have a plot, but they don't have a plot. I don't know if this makes sense to any of you out there, the difference between a plot and a plot. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's how I'm rolling. 
I, I know. Like, it's a big, huge difference. Like, one is like, oh, okay, there's a the plot. It's a little bit it's, more it's compelling. A movie. Yeah. The other one is a plot. There's things happening. It's compelling. There's characterization and growth. And motherfucking movie had a plot. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been so disappointed in a, a drag queen Christmas movie before. <laughs> wow. That's a lot, too. I know. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, skip it. <laughs> I think so far, all these movies skip except for uh, uh, Make, make, make the Yuletide gay. gay. Yeah. Give it a chance. It is older, but it is a little bit... Um, it has its moments. It has its moments. Induendos abound. Oh yes, if you love that kind of, if you have that kind of humor, then maybe give this one a shot. Next, we watch the Christmas setup. Mm-hmm. Of course, the for us at least, the deal maker was Fran Drescher. Yes, that was why I originally actually want to see it because I'm a huge nanny fan and I love Fran. Beautician and the Beast was another thing I really liked that she did. Mm-hmm. She also did another one. Oh God, what's it called? I can't remember it right now. Another TV series. Yeah. But um, I can't remember it right now. But I love Fran. <laughs> I do. I love Fran. I wanted to grow up to be Fran. Really? And I just wanted her voice. For real? Yeah, I really wanted her voice. It could screech. It was like so high. <laughs> and I was like, I used to do an impersonation. Mr. Shakespeare. <laughs> I can't do it. I wanted her voice so bad. but I love Fran Drescher and that was why I wanted to see this one originally because she was in it the best thing about this movie is all of her outfits (laughs) oh my god yes I want that green dress I want the coat everything she was wearing I wanted yes I was like put it in my closet yes put that in my closet like that's mine yeah that's mine too yep all her all the outfits she's wearing all of those are mine that is the best thing about this movie guys this was actually okay it wasn't a bad movie it was definitely a plot and it was a gay movie two guys falling in love type deal just it was so boring yeah, that was my issue. Um, there was just kind of like a blandness to it. And we pretty much had predicted everything that, that happened, mm-hmm. that, that, that was going to happen, had actually happened. Yeah. And so we we're just kind of like, yeah, you really don't need yeah. future vision for that. And this was the only Christmas movie out of all of them that actually had a little bit of diversity in the cast. And I don't mean just one black person. We're going to get to that. (laughs) I mean, like, they had Asian people, they had black people, they had white people, they had diversity, like, three black people. (laughs) That was the only Christmas movie we watched that actually made an effort. Right. An effort to be diverse. Even in the population that they showed, it was diverse, you know? Right. So... Um, and and yeah, there are familiar faces in there. It's just kind of like, like the face looks familiar. I don't know the name, so that's something you have to Google for the time being. That's just like, oh, I have seen that person before. But other than that, mm, it didn't quite. It just my it didn't have the spark. Right. Exactly. It was. It was well executed but you know how you have a you have the well executed assignment and then you have the one that's half done but it's so charismatic that's not the correct word charismatic Charismatic. thank you (laughs) charismatic 
that's the problem with this one. It was well executed, but it had no charisma. Yes. So it just kind of fell flat. Yeah, and it was just very heavy on the predictable side. So yeah, like every I was like, oh, that's gonna happen. That's that's what makes bore a lot of movies boring for me. That's why I'm so hard with movies because I'm like, oh god, I can predict it. Oh my god, yeah, she might as well have like a a, a different podcast for that because <laughs> <laughs> the uncanniness in which I could have predict stuff every time. What were we watching? Um, god, the other one with Marco. What's it called again? Um, make Yuletide gay. Make the Yuletide gay. So there's this one scene where he um, tells his parents finally that he is gay, right? Uh-huh. And the mom gets up. The she's m- very silent. She's very me. silent. Because she's normally very like loud and mm-hmm. jovial and just extra. The atmosphere is tense. And I'm like, I bet you they, they bet on it. And <laughs> I was like, they bet it on it. Dad just lost the bet. <laughs> and I kid you not, the mom goes, the, the atmosphere is still tense. The mom and dad are just very silent and stone-faced. And you might think something is going wrong. She goes over to some little knick-knack on her counter thing. And the dad follows there. And, yeah. And just as he's sitting back down in his chair, he passes her some money. Yeah, passes her some money. And I was like... I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how uncanny my predictions are. So, yeah, but like was, if I could predict it. Ugh. But that was like a a, a a surprise that tickled me a little bit. So I, for me, at least I'll give it that. But, yeah. Because that's something I don't see a whole lot, though. But then again, you know, I you need guess, to watch more movies. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> but yeah, I could predict it. So I was just kind of like, yeah, this movie is done. But the Christmas setup, yeah, it was straight up predictable. It was very boring. I'm so sorry, Christmas setup, but you were. All right, and then we'll come to our final countdown save the best for last they say save the last well i don't know if it's the best but well, it, it was yeah. out of all of them it was the better yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> single all the way on netflix i know i know shut up shut up shut up i know i know i have been on the internet i know <laughs> i know what you're all thinking i know what's going on with this movie but literally, single all the way out of all these Christmas movies was by far the better. I was actually a little bit drawn in by it. It had like a charm to it that drew me in. It has Jennifer Coolidge. Come on. Duh. Yeah, like that's done. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. Jennifer Coolidge being Jennifer Coolidge. Okay. <laughs> like like that's it yeah that's it that's the deal maker that's for you. the deal maker I'm, I'm easy I'm easy <laughs> like M-I-L-F Jennifer Coolidge okay yes. okay I can't argue with you on that exactly <laughs> exactly but yeah Single All The Way was by far the better um, I love that we had Peter who was a plant lover and his dream was just to have a plant nursery. I love that so much because mm-hmm. I love plants. And, and, the, and, like, the fact oh. he, and the fact he gives them names, Linda and Judith. And Judith. <laughs> and when Judith pricks him. Was it Judith that pricks yes, him? Yes, it was Judith. He was, what did he say? I forgot now. It's just like, like Judith. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. His characterization was 
cute. Like it was you know, adorkable. It was adorkable. That's the word I'm looking for because he's a grown man. He's no longer cute. It was adorkable. <laughs> like Peter's characterization was like so adorkable. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know this movie has a lot of cliches. Oh, uh, the cliches. Yeah. Let's start with the awkward parents. The parents who, for some reason, don't understand the gay lifestyle trope. And I'm like... No, like... I'm like, oh my God. Especially his mom played by Kathy Najimy. Yes, Kathy Najimy. Oh God, that was a name I haven't heard in a long time, actually. Really? So it was surprising to see her in this movie. But I loved it, and I loved her. Christmas Carol. Yep. That, that's that's the name she, she goes by every, all throughout December. Christmas Carol. Her <laughs> drag... Her... Her Christmas drag name. <laughs> I think... Didn't somebody pretty much lampshade that by saying that it sounded like a drag name? Yeah, that's what... Um, what's his name said? The other character in the movie. Uh, the only black guy in the movie. This cast was not diverse. No. Even the people walking around in the town was not diverse. This... Uh, that was my main thing with it. Because I'm like, come on, guys. It's 2022, Right. Well, I think this one was in 2020. I know, but, but it's 2022. But right? still, close enough. Yeah. It, I mean, the year. What year is it? It's 2022. Okay, it's okay. 2022. Okay? By now, we should have diverse cast, no matter what, because we are a rainbow of colors out here exactly. in reality. So our cast need to reflect that on all shapes and form. Even the cast, even the NPCs walking around the t- town. Thank you. They need to reflect that shit. And I'm so sick of movies not doing that. Mm-hmm. So that was my biggest gripe with this one. The one black person. Nick. Oh, two. I forgot. The one that he, his, his thing cheated on. We got to see her. His first boyfriend. Uh-huh. Cheated. Had a wife and kids. Yeah. And the wife was black. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, Blink, can you miss it? Two, I re- I regress. Two, Psst, two. I didn't even see an Asian person. No, not eating. Nope, not not Latina or anything like nope. that. Nope, no Mexican, no Latinx. Just bread. Just white bread. Unseasoned. Unseasoned. A mostly unseasoned cast. Yes, that was. It was awkward. But I like that. Um, uh, what's his name? Peter, his nieces right away were straight up shippers Shipper. on deck. Yep, they for, were for for their for their uh what's that what was that terminology? Gunkle? Gunkle, their gay uncle. Yes, their gay uncle, Peter and his quote unquote roommate. roommate. <laughs> <laughs> uh Nick and yeah, they're they're just yeah. Oh, they were on a mission. Yeah. Like they the were mo- shipper sisters. Yes. The moment they established their status as shippers, it's just like, oh, these girls are on a mission. Yep. They were like, you are going to get together because this is the life I see for you. <laughs> I was like, damn, It girls. lives in your soul. <laughs> yep. I was like, damn, girls. And then I like how the mom got, not the mom, the dad was on board the entire time. Yep. He's like, yes, this is the person... I see for you also. And then the sisters also were on board. Like, yes, they're perfect for each other. And I was like, oh, the only person who wasn't on board at first was the mom. But yeah, but but she she picked out a blind date for him. Yep. And while the said blind date, he's not a bad guy at all. 
you know, he's actually a really nice guy, but there was just really no chemistry there because no chemistry. no chemistry at all. Um, only just he only just served as an ear to lend to Peter as he's gushing on about Nick. Oh, Nick. Let's talk about Nick. I love Nick so much. <laughs> I actually do not know. He was the only person in this. Well, Nick and this old, the younger sister, I didn't know either. But the rest of them I knew from other things. Mm-hmm. But Nick was the only one in this cast that I didn't actually know from something else. I don't know if he was a newcomer. I'm hoping he was. Because he did a fantastic fucking job mm-hmm. in this one. Like, I sympathize with Nick. I, I I cried with Nick. I had the roommate you didn't know you were in love with, but you're actually in love with. I was like, oh Nick, poor Nick, and the the brilliance of having a first book and having it being a bestseller, and you don't think anything else can can compare. So you in a way have a little imposter syndrome, and you're doing all these menial tasks mm-hmm. instead of actually going for what you want. Oh Nick, yeah, dearest Nick, dearest Nick. Because he had fans in Peter's um, uh, nephews. The youngest nephew is like this precious little cinnamon roll. Oh gosh, yes, the nephews were good. The entire family was great, actually, as a cast. Yep, as as extra as they were in their shipper status. Um, but yeah, it's just yes. It, there was there, this movie had a little bit more charm. Compared. It was very charismatic. Oh, you said it right? Of course I did. I not to say the word. (laughs) I just messed it up the first time. (laughs) But now it's in your head. (laughs) Now it's in my head all the time. Um, But this movie was very fun to watch. It was very fun to watch. It was very um, charismatic. It had a good plot. You know, that friends to lovers plot. Uh, Yeah, uh, uh, friends slash roommates, quote unquote roommates to lovers. Yep. It had a very good plot. Um, it had a good cast. Yeah, it had a yeah, it had a decent cast. It had a very and it, decent cast. And it had some lines that that just kind of stood out. Yep, and it had some lines that stood out. So all in all, I will I would rate this high. I would say go see it. Yep, it's on Netflix. It's free if you have Netflix. Well, no, you pay for your subscription, but you know what I mean. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so definitely check it out. And I have to say that even though all of these movies, some of them were good, some of them were bad, it's just good to see Christmas movies that feature gay people. Right. And they're the lead instead of, you know... Side characters. Side characters. Or the the, the kill the gay or, or oh. the make fun of character. Or, oh. Yeah, they're actually the lead. They're the main characters in these stories. So it was nice to see that. I guess somewhere out there... Capitalism was like we can make money off of gay people. <laughs> Good saving, I but know. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah. thank you, capitalism. You've done something okay. Ew, that sounded horrible uh, in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> I know. Oh, that must have been so hard. It to was save. so hard. Okay, it yeah. So now hard. are we throwing in your windows now? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Oh, God, yes. Her obsession with getting this Christmas play done right. Oh, she was so extra in that. I love her so much. (laughs) Her and, uh, God, what's her name? I can't remember, from Chucky. Huh? 
Tiffany. Oh, from Chucky. What's Jennifer the, Tilly? Jennifer Tilly. She's another MILF. Really? Oh, Jennifer Tilly. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> I never knew that. Yep. Well, the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> so thank you for giving us Christmas movies that ha- feature gay characters as the main characters. That is one thing that progress. That sounds wrong in my mouth too, because yeah. it's not really prog. It's it's progress, but it's uh, it's con. It's, uh, grass, maybe. Uh, it's it's convoluted. This whole word of progress, because on one hand it's like yes, progress from the seventies, <laughs> but on the <laughs> other hand it's like there should be more than this. There could be more. There could yeah. be more than this. There could be. There should be. Yeah, and there are some lesbian ones out there too. We just didn't watch them. <laughs> but will they be better though? That's the question. I feel like they will be. Oh, that would be that would be that, that'd be kind of sad though. I mean, I'm I'm all for a good story, but it's like if they turned out to be better. No, because people are more willing to accept two girls in love than two guys in love. Yeah, that's true. I don't know why. I don't know if it because it falls into that fetishism of two girls kissing. Maybe. But and also that unwillingness to display more like emotions from from men. From, from men. Yeah. So they're more likely to accept two girls in love than two guys in love. That's just sad. It is know. sad. People suck. Which is why if anybody says that this is progressive, it's like, yeah, nah, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't it's not progress. It's progress, but it's not progress. Uh, it's more like faux or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> but there you have it, guys. Our first episode back from since we've been gone. We have missed you guys. And shh, I hear you about our social media. I am taking it in. It is coming. We are doing it. And I know I've been saying that for four seasons. (laughs) Shut up. I can hear you. I know. We just had a lot on our plate. I graduated. Yay. Yay. So I have more time to focus on getting our podcast where I want it to be in this year to let our empire grow yes (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if that's copyright infringement right now yeah Yeah, let's hope that's not the case (laughs) but yes i can focus a little more time on letting that empire grow so which is going to be nice this year because i have plans 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 I have a lot of plans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird, but I love it. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Everyone should be strange because what? People, People are, are strange, strange when you're a stranger. Okay, now we've got copyright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't come after us, please. Oh, I am so upset that they're using this song. This has been my... Okay, I am a huge, huge Doors fan. Very huge Doors fan. Visit his grave, everything, Doors fan. All right? And when they made this song, the um, the team song for... Was it the new Batman? No, no. it was... Um, 
I think it's in the Marvel universe. It was um, something that we were watching. They had they were showing the trailer for. Yeah. God, what's it called? The one where the guy turns into the bat. Um, oh, like God. it's not it's not Batman. God, what's it called? It's uh, Morbius. Morbius. And I was like, damn it, they're using my song. I know I don't own the song. I am gatekeeping the song. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wow. like, no, everyone's going to know my song. <laughs> And it's a great song. It's a great freaking song. If, if somebody were to say, you people are strange, we have to break out into yeah, it. All the time. All we the time. To. And now I, I I am gatekeeping the song, y'all. I have no shame. <laughs> I don't care. Okay? This is my song. Well, our song. Well, it was my song for a long time till I brought Miss Z in. And I was like, now it's our song. <laughs> and now everyone is going to know it. It's going to become super popular. Oh. And, and the people who are going to like it won't even know the impact of the doors. The uh, significance. I know. The significance. Shaking Like Like my freaking nephew wearing a, a Doors t-shirt. I'm like, do you know who they are? No. Oh, I wanted to burn his mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have not introduced him and he's weird. I wanted to beat him. Uh, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad, mad at the disrespect. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Don't even know who they... I, uh, now I understand how boomers feel with us sometimes. Oh, God. When we're trying to, like, destroy all their established things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I understand. I understand you can't treat black people like shit anymore. <laughs> but... <laughs> I get it. Uh-huh. I know. I will hit you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when nobody no longer wants to work. I'm like, yeah, I get it. You can't go and scream. You can't go scream at anybody. I'm so sorry. You have nobody to rant to. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You've got nobody to blame for your inability to check your emails or, you know, like like, nobody to blame for the expired coupon. I'm so sorry, sir. I get it. I understand. I'm still going to hit you in the face. (laughs) So so I I feel like how the boomers feel now because I'm like, man, we're getting old. Like a lot of, but also I I love change. Like change is the only constant in the universe. Right. Things are going to change, whether good or bad. You just learn lessons from them. So I'm not mad at it. I'm gatekeeping people are strange. <laughs> Moral of the story. <laughs> Moral of the story. Moral of the story. The doors are mine. <laughs> but yes, so this is our episode. And again, like we have ended our episodes with our titular, in the words of my friend, your friend and now everyone's friend bye, bye.